<laughs> this, how, how's, how's the experience going for you so far? Pretty fine. <laughs> pretty fine? Well, what's your rating? What's your ratings? Well, you haven't even done it yet. I'm pretty optimistic, so I'll give it a 7.5 currently. Uh, that's actually better than, uh, better than I thought. Oh, mate, uh, is that, is, what are you drinking there? Is that just water? Yeah, I was going to get a bath before, but I didn't have time, so I just water. Do you know what? I was I was thinking of doing the same thing, but at the same time, it's not always a bad thing to, to be sober and do one of these. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, have you have you got too drunk on uh, extreme things in the past and chatted some... It's not been too bad, other than the uh, other than the, the goat shed incident. You might did you did you see tell, that? Tell me about that. Tell me about that. Uh, well, it was my birthday, and it was the it was the goat. Do you remember the uh, stay at home um, like the after show that yeah that happened? And well, what was that after show again? It was like a it was like a multiple person stream. There was like lots of people uh, doing it. Was it like a like a like like chatting like this? Sort of? Yeah, yeah, through Discord. It was like there was quite a lot of people in, like Adam and Chris, and we're kind of doing a roundup of the of the stay at home festival and giving away like prizes and stuff. And, How was that? Uh, I got. Oh yeah, I just I ended up uh, getting roped into a drinking game, basically. Oh uh, dear, say no more. Yeah. So there is footage of me on the internet that happening. Uh, I think <laughs> I think we are live, by the way. Oh wait, is it? Are we? Are we actually live? I have hit. Houston, uh... Houston, are we live? Houston, are we live? Is Facebook allowing me to be live? Yeah, it's live. It is. <laughs> oh, we actually have got twelve people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big up to anyone that is watching. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, hello, hello everyone. Sorry about that. We were just uh, getting a bit wrote up, <laughs> uh, wrapped up. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, big up to anyone that has uh, logged in so far or is looking in. We are here tonight uh, for another edition of Overviewed, in which I interview an extended member of the drum bass family, usually a member of the Overview family, has been all Overview people so far. Uh, on the show for the first time tonight, we have a young producer who is out of Newcastle kind of uh, one of the, the next generation of producers that's uh, appearing from that city. Uh, he's had one release on Overview before, and he's back now with his next EP, the Source Code EP. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the one and only Nectax. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> Hello, the world. <laughs> there we go. We are. We are, well, we are actually live all across the world right now, so, you know... I don't know. I don't know where. Give us a shout out from anyone where anyone is to this evening. Um, <laughs> what's on the agenda this evening, then, Pete? What's up? What's on my agenda this evening? Uh, sure. Uh, well, we're obviously we've got to do this. Uh, we've got to sort a few few bits out. There's quite a bit. There's quite a bit going on at the moment. Um, a lot of like uh, some events and releases, and and obviously, look, we got your we got your release out tomorrow. Um, oh yes, it's certainly, cra <laughs> certainly crept up, and it's certainly crept up date-wise. But um, I think I've just been sitting on these tunes for. for oh yeah, I think, I think the title track "Source Code" is like. I think I made that over a year ago now. I mean, it all sort of started from then. I'm trying to think back to how the EP came together in terms of sending it over to you guys, because I, I think I sent over "Source Code" ages ago, and then I think we were going to do a single with like "Source Code" and "Halogen." And then you were suggested we do an EP, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And then we, then it sort of came from there. 
Yeah, well, like you're saying, like, it was just uh, grew out of that one idea and then it's now become like quite a large, uh, quite a large EP. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. It's stuck indeed. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Go for it. Like, you know, I think as a as a complete body of work, I mean, did you did you have the, the kind of notion to actually really formulate an idea around the EP? Is there like a bit of a thought process? Sort of. I think, I think the EP for me was sort of a chance to, like, I think after doing, I basically, I think after I did Clock Out and Stateless, I, I was a, lo- a little bit surprised by how well it did, to be honest. Like, I think, I think Clock Out did really well. And then also Stateless was getting a lot of, it was like they were pleasing sort of different crowds in terms of like, and I just liked that appeal in terms of sort of, you've got the heavier, darker club tracks, and then you've got the sort of slightly different sort of, little bit of an oddball sort of a track. So I think um, basically since then I've sort of enjoyed entertaining the idea of doing, well, I've just enjoyed been enjoying doing more sort of more deeper sort of minimal way, well, more stuff on that sort of a tip, but obviously I've got some other influences in the mountain pot. So I think mm. the EP was just sort of my first body of work doing like a more minimal inspired, like half minimal, half my other sort of flavors. Yeah. So I think that, Plus having like Beyond Stateless. I think I basically, I just really liked, I think Stateless was one of my favourite tunes I ended up releasing last year. So I had to get some sort of, I wanted to get some sort of follow-up for that for the EP. Just feel like it's sort of, um, like a lot of the tunes like Parasite and Halogen uh, and Source Code are all quite like, I don't know, like not exactly straightforward. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just my perspective on, but I think they're sort of, Source Code especially is sort of quite, uh, I don't, I, well, I, well, like you're saying, just like a proper, like, kind of more of a club tune, you know, in a little way, like, got that kind of... Yeah, sort of, yeah, I mean, but yeah, and I, so it was nice to get um, Beyond Stateless on there, just to sort of add a bit of a melodic mm. alternative sort of angle to it all, but now I'm really happy with what, I'm really happy with how it all came together, especially, to be honest, I think, even though there's six tracks on there, I think I am actually really happy with the quality of the tracks individually, I feel. And I feel like they are quite the package. It's quite a nice package. Like I think it's like a few club tunes. Then you've got the Hexacolab, which I think gives a real nice, it's like, <laughs> extra, it's like that one's a real sort of slapper. So it's like the mm. other ones are sort of playing with the idea of being, they're sort of like edging on, it's almost like a spectrum. I don't know. I haven't thought about mm. it. It's like this before, but it's almost like you've got Beyond Status on one side, which is very, melodic almost sort of progressive sort of forward thinking drum bass in terms of the melody sort of stuff yeah and you've got like phantom on the other side with hexa which is just like straight up just this like bass slapper nothing really it's, you know what i mean it's like yeah. how many other tracks sort of have their place in terms of on that line so mm-hmm. i'm yeah i'm happy with the bases i managed to touch on the ep i always i always think it's good when i or I always used to think it was a good shout seeing people do EPs and there'd be like a bit of a wild card track on there. I think just to show that you're not a one trick pony style wise, I think mm. it's something I um, try and do on EPs. So I'm, I'm glad I t- it turned out that way. Yeah. I mean, you definitely uh, are an artist, you know, you have kind of got quite a varied sound and approach to, uh, to what you do. Um, I mean, this is, yeah, obviously like probably the, the more the darker, darkest thing. I mean, I would, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, I think um, for a while I I felt like um, I didn't like the fact how I didn't have one sound, but more and more as time goes by, I think that my sound almost is the fact that I do a few different styles. And I mean, 
I don't, I might not know it myself, but I mean, people have, I mean, I don't think of it like this, but people have said, oh, that sounds like a da-da-da track. And I'm like, oh, you reckon? But I mean, maybe there's things I do in each track, which is obvious to someone who isn't me, because obviously, you know, when you lose objectivity of your own creative stuff, when you're sort of always immersed in it, you don't think of it from like a different, like the consumer or the listener's perspective, do you know what I mean? So... Mm. I know that was a little bit mental, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good to like, you know, uh, hear hear what you're, you know, hear what you're thinking on it, and a little bit of the kind of philosophy behind what you do, and because yeah, like you know, saying it, it can be it, it can be tough to to make music that can do that sometimes. I think to be able to like you're saying like showcase being able to accomplish different styles uh, of of the genre, like. Yeah, obviously yeah. it has a broader appeal, and they tend to be a lot of my favorite artists as well. That do, you know, do really uh, mix it up um, with yeah. with where they release as well. I mean, you know, where where else have you? Uh, you obviously you've been releasing a few different places. Yeah, um, I think that sort of definitely is a continuation of what I was describing before. Like, I think I just want to try and well, I think because I want to try and find, I want to try and just touch all the labels, which are maybe like like stand you know what i mean it's like try the different routes so for example like um so i think for like i've so i've done um some releases with program and ram which was some some of the stuff i was really glad about fin- finishing last year on mm-hmm. and i've done some bits and bobs with chronic and the sort of v family but it was on it was on chronic i had a blind spot was a single i had come out on chronic which was a tune which i was really happy with and then um what else um i've got i think another thing which i'm looking forward to after this this year is i'm doing the ep for guidance which is um i've almost finished that ep and i think that once again is um sort of me trying out that sort of a sound or like not trying out but like piecing together all the tracks i've done on that sort of a sound and like i think i quite like the other cons i think eps work well for sort i think i didn't do an ep last year and i sort of regretted a little bit and i'm glad that this year i've got I'm really happy with this overview EP and then I've got the guidance EP which is almost done I think I sent you one of the tracks off that which was called Villain a couple of months ago that sort of big intro sort of almost like a metalheadsy sort of style kind of proper jungle like lots of yeah uh, yeah <laughs> lots of, yeah, lots so, of, yeah yeah so as you say it's like I think I've got that sort of darker minimal side I and mean, then I've also got that jungle I, I obviously I, I do love my jungle like I make a lot of 160 stuff just for fun and I Hopefully, hopefully we'll get some of that released this year. But no, I like that side of the scene as well, like sort of Sherelle and Fixate and sort of them lot and that sort of, I like the crossovers between the different sort of UK electronic music scenes. And I think that I'd love to see more of that as in, I think that some people in drum and bass, no one in particular, but I just feel like sometimes people are a bit close-minded sometimes in terms of like drum, bass, drum, bass, drum, bass. Whereas it's, I, I like the fact how there's a similar vibe across different sort of genres. So it's like, mm. you've got, like I enjoy a lot of like um, UK 140 stuff as well, like Carnonique and sort of uh, Komodo and those sort of people, like sort of deep medi sort of stuff, you know, that sort of vibe. And mm-hmm. I don't know, there's sort of pockets within, in, within each of the scenes, which sort of, you can almost like, it's basically just the drums, which are different. Like a lot of the vibes and the moods and the tracks are similar, but mm. they just have got different tempos and different drum beats. So. Mm. I, I think I think I listen to a lot of different stuff on some of the stuff which I mentioned there so it's, I feel like that sort of it all comes together yeah but I know um, coming back to the overview EP I, I think it was just great to 
I don't know. I just really enjoyed working with you guys for Clock Art and Stateless, and I've added really well. So I was thinking, I like the, the totally like direction that you guys are going, and I think you are going to be around for a long time and definitely going to be big players <laughs> in the years to come. So I think doing an EP with you guys is something which um definitely wanted to do and hopefully do another some sort of EP at some point in the future. If you <laughs> Where, when's the next when's the next tax album? When's the when's the album coming? <laughs> Have you thought? Have you thought of doing it or not? I'm not. I'm not that I'm like making a subtle, subtle hint or anything. But that's good. If you're if you're talking about what you're doing, then it's a good. You know, that is a good question. I think. Um, yeah, have you, yeah. Ever, you must have considered it. You must have considered oh, totally, it before. Totally, totally. Yeah, no, it's mm. something I definitely like. I definitely intend to do at some point. Mm. I'm not even sure what label or vibe or whatever would be appropriate. Like, I'm totally open in terms of those things, but. It's something which I would really want to take my time on. And I know a lot of people say that. And I just feel it's drum, doing a drum, an album in drum bass, I think is really hard to pull off like these days, just in terms of how people consume music in the digital. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. I think like um, certain big artists pull it off really well. And I just try and think, so for example, I think um, Chasing Status and Dimension have actually did a really, they respectively did a really good job, I think, of promoting their albums in terms of doing like, big singles off the album and then having like quite a bit of time in between each of them. So then we could hype up each single like a month or however long was in between them. And then mm. it's sort of like, I think cause sometimes if you like, say if you um, did it all in a short space of time, it may have worked like 10 years ago when people all were buying sort of, you know, like it's different now when people hear tracks, like, I don't know if I'm explaining this particularly well, but I think, yeah, I would back to what you mentioned. Yes, I would definitely like to do an album. I'm just how you necessarily go about that is like, yeah, 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 I know. I'm not sure how I'd go about it, but it's definitely something I'd like to do. And I think some, to be honest, Source Code EP sort of basically that principle, which I've done with the the overview EP, but just Mm. like expanded out to however many tracks would be appropriate for an album. So, like, maybe a few wildcard tracks, sort of a few tracks. On, on the longer lines of like beyond stateless or stateless like a little bit to that sort of style then a few jungle tracks a few darker jungle tracks and then a few sort of you've got to get a bit of some interludes in there and uh, yeah oh, of course, oh, you're gonna have, have some um, gonna have some crazy interludes don't you it's not an album if you don't have just like a minute of just a pad yeah yeah that's what i mean man you gotta like get, get creative but yeah. I, I could definitely see that like working really well like you're saying because you know you've got a lot of like influences in that a bit you know how, how have you been finding writing music like because obviously you've written you've written most of this ep in in lockdown like you'd say that this is, is this that is, is, true. That is that's, a, that's a good question actually i know that um a lot of people and people i know have definitely struggled to make music during lockdown and mm. i sort of haven't for some reason <laughs> <laughs> you're, still, I'm, I'm, you're still sat at your computer fundamentally like yeah literally, literally literally and i think that um i can totally see why people have struggled but i think my as in terms of that when i've spoke to different people it all revolved around their, a lot of their motivation and their habits came from making a bit of an idea but like making a rough track idea playing it out see mm-hmm. then getting hyped up off the feedback or from like the response of playing out at a rave or maybe like I think it's a different it's a different movement of how people send music to each other and like how people play it out and I can see how people without that can struggle to um get that same motivation but I, th- I don't know I'm not sure exactly what I do which works <laughs> for me but um well, you you I work guess. uh you work like obviously a, 
Wait, no, you've been, you said you've been producing. I mean, were you working throughout lockdown as well? I mean, you yeah, I was. I was doing a couple of different part-time jobs for like the majority of um, lockdown. But um, very, re very recent, well, about a month ago, I changed to doing like music full-time, which was something I'm really happy about doing. And I'm obviously, well, not obviously, but I think um, a lot of that comes, a lot of my income at the minute comes from doing like one-to-ones, like, like music, like online music production one-to-ones, similar sort of service to what people offer through Patreon, but I just sort of do it, just do focus pretty much precisely on like doing one-to-ones over Zoom. So if you're interested, <laughs> What, me? You want me to sign up? Should I sign up? Where If I, if I was to, um, where would where would I be able to uh, sign up? Or do you just contact uh, you? Have you got, or have you got an email? Do people contact you I on email? I have got an email. Like, I think usually people will just message me saying they're interested on Instagram or Facebook and I'll just be like, sounds good. And then I'll just give them my email. And then the, if, if people are serious, then they'll drop me an email and we can sort of take it from there. But um, it's and, been and really you, good fun. How long, yeah. uh, how long have you been doing that? Sorry. How long have you been doing that? Uh, You've been question. doing that quite a while. I've actually, yeah, I've been doing that sort of, like I started doing it. Um, actually, that's a, good, that's a good question, actually. Um, so... I think I've actually been doing it for maybe quite a few, maybe about two or three years, maybe a bit more. So I started doing it like basically I would do it. I think the first people I ever did it with was like uh, like Chris Castro, Harry Hexer, and another lad from Newcastle called uh, Kyle KL. And so I start like like I would do it sort of input like I wouldn't do it as often back then, but I, I think um, I don't know how I even started doing it, but I think I just. Like I remember seeing people like Heist and other people doing it, and mm. that costed a, like a large amount of money to do it with their people. And I was just thinking, I could probably offer a decent service for like a, a decent, very decent price. So I thought, like, if people were interested, then people would be interested. And then I sort of just sort of just slowly grow grew over time and got to a point now where I was doing it alongside my part time job, and I was like, hmm, I could probably just organize. I could probably just make an like I had to make a wait. Like I had to make a waiting list. It's like people were getting in touch wanting to do it, and I was just like, oh, well, I haven't got people. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I started, so, so eventually, eventually, I had one bad day at work, and I was like, you know what? Today's the day. Today's the day <laughs> where, I, where, I, where I hand my notice in, and I did, and it was, and then it's all been. This is that was a month ago, and it's all been pretty smooth sailing since. And oh, right. I think, so, so this is a very recent thing, then. Literally, yeah, about a month ago. Yeah, about a month ago. Like I was doing maybe two or three one-to-ones a week alongside my part-time job like online ones just over zoom how i normally do it and then i was like people were like getting in touch wanting to do them but i didn't actually have enough time in the week to do it so i was just like i just was put like two, put two and two together in a way yeah, yeah. exactly i was like i enjoy doing the one-to-one -one stuff more and it's better it was better money a lot, a lot better money obviously than my last job so mm. if i can hold my organization i was thinking if i can just be organized enough and i think i'm pretty organized generally so i was i was like took the leap of faith eventually and then it's been it's been absolutely fine yeah just doing about um i had to do like five one-to-ones a week and that like usually people will do like one to two hour sessions and that makes like did, is better for me money wise than mm. what i was on I'm doing the part-time work so i've just been enjoying doing that alongside obviously producing and different music bits and bobs but yeah no it's it's really good to be a full-time music pretty much now. It's been something which I've wanted to do for ages, but we got there in the end. Yeah, no, <laughs> mate. That, that, no, that's definitely like definitely a real cause for, for celebration, man. That's a really awesome thing to really awesome thing to see. Like, you know, you're 
I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that most of your are your clients like well, people are clients. <laughs> where are you, like, are they people from your area, or have you literally got people from all all over? Like, good question. Um, let me have a thing. I think it started very much started off as I, like I would like I would. It was people from Newcastle, or like the, the like the north north. Well, mainly just Newcastle, to be honest. Mm. But then. Mm. Like I'd, I'd get like I'd meet them, like I'd invite them around to mine and we could just sit in mine and they could come with a few tunes, which they wanted in-depth feedback on. And then we'd listen to them and I'd sort of give them my approach in terms of sort of pushing them a bit in terms of their mix downs or the arrangement or like who they, who they could send their tunes to, what would be good for them, sort of not just specifically about production, but whatever they needed to sort of bit of, almost like I don't know what the right word for it, but yeah, a bit of guidance. <laughs> yeah. So, um, mm. and then it sort of went from there and then I realized that I could do them online over Zoom and that could also work. And then that's, that has totally opened up loads of possibilities because mm. like just recently I'd, I'd started, I've started doing them with this nice lad um, from Switzerland called, called Melville. And it's just like the fact, that I can just, so I, <laughs> the fact that I can just call, call this guy at like two in the afternoon and, and he's over in like Geneva or wherever he is. And I'm just like, it's just, I just think that's great. And it's all... Mm. Shout out to him having good English as well. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> but like, it's just, I, just think, in Swiss. <laughs> I just, I just, I just think the concept is how there's it, a lot of freedom. Like I think um, me and my girlfriend are thinking about moving somewhere like in the, in a couple of years time and just knowing that I could always, like I can do, I can literally, all I need is like, a, like some headphones or my speakers and my laptop and an internet connection. Yeah, exactly. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> you do also need <laughs> that. Fiber optic broadband. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would also be yeah. handy. But yeah, and it's pretty. And no, it's just they're all working well so where, far. Where, so. where, where would you, where would you move to? Where are you thinking of if you could? Um, you well, where we were thinking either Bristol or Amsterdam. Just oh, obviously, uh, where, where does it? If you're, if you're in drum and bass, and you go, where am I going to move to? Bristol. You're going to move to Bristol, obviously. I know, I know. <laughs> so we may do Bristol, but I think we're leaning more towards Amsterdam, just because, just to do it. You know, when people say like. You know when they uh, oh I wish I'd done this I wish I'd done that we were just thinking well why don't we just move down to for a year like just because it realistically it's quite a well connected I'm pretty sure it's quite a well connected city travel like yeah, transport yeah, yeah. wise so and it's actually not too far away from like in terms of like geographically it's actually oh it's so close really it's, yeah, it's so yeah. close so it's sort of like you get to go to a different like basically get a go somewhere completely different but also it's not too far away from home <laughs> so yeah yeah the netherlands does seem like like just like a much better britain in a way like and it's really yeah. well to be um, fair i actually i actually think that you can i can actually get from where i am to amsterdam quicker than i can get from where <laughs> i am up to you that's the <laughs> yeah that, yeah isn't that crazy isn't that that's so crazy, crazy that's crazy but you're uh, not from, you know you're not from the same country or like they're not from the same country yeah. you know what i mean or whatever that, that reminds me of when you got me and uh mr me and mr scant down for their for, for that overview night and like travel wise it was just like it was so i remember looking on google maps and we were flying down and i was like it's so far from newcastle to brighton it's like it's so far but really, I mean, it's not in terms of the world; it's not that far. But in terms of like, it just felt like it was so far. <laughs> <laughs> it was far. I think. I think we. I think sometimes as Brits, we kind of don't appreciate travel as much. I don't know, or like how close things really are in a way. Like you think it's a lot further away, but yeah, like you yeah. say, like you know, you go to you know, go to somewhere like Holland or, or wherever. You're not that. You know, you're not that far away, really. If you're gonna yeah. go to like, if you're gonna go to like Japan or something, then you know, <laughs> it might be a bit yeah. better. Or New Zealand. Oh yes, yeah. New Zealand. That's an that's an interesting point of uh, conversation. Just in terms of like, 
I'm just totally impressed by how everything just seems crazy for drum and bass over there. It's really is quite a, it's quite insane how it's like they totally are really. They seem a lot more. I mean, like the youth. It's like it seems more the thing. I don't know how to describe it, but I feel like everyone's really excited about it. And it's like a lot of young. It's like more of a thing for young people culturally over there. I think I don't. That's just my impression. I might be wrong, but like I think it is in the UK, but not consistently. Like maybe in different parts they're, of the they're, UK. They're, they're like actually like nationally proud of it. I think. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, well, I don't if that's the right thing. I don't know. They seem it like. Like they say, yeah. like the, the New Zealand rugby team like comes out to drum and bass and stuff. They were saying, <laughs> I don't know if you watched that little documentary they did on DMBA. Uh, I've, I've been, in, I've, I've watched it brief, watched it briefly, but I intend to watch it fully. Like, but I love, yeah, I like that though. Is I don't know, it's just great to see other parts of the world get really excited about um, like UK music, but specifically mm. obviously drum and bass is in, in New Zealand's case. <laughs> have you got? Have you got? Have you got any plans to go out, or are you? Have you been speaking uh, about it? Or? Is that or is that classified information? Um, <laughs> you could do I it. Hope, you could do it. <laughs> oh, I, I, I definitely something I hope comes up. I think I think it definitely will come up in the future. Any got any, any New Zealand promoters that are watching right now? Uh, <laughs> please book your boy. <laughs> please book your boy. I think you know what I mean. I think it's things are bubbling away in other areas, and I think that it's just. A, I see it one of them things where it, it's almost like like I back in the day when I think like jump up used to be very popular on SoundCloud and that was sort of like the or even just on the internet like maybe it's about four or five years like for, maybe three or four years ago it was just like that was the sort of the pinnacle of what any 17 18 year old sort of SoundCloud producer would aspire to be and then at the time it was like Belgian booking was like a thing the drum of those days Pete drum of like the Belgian booking days when it would be like have you got your first booking in Belgium like when everyone was on that sort of vibe I don't know I, I didn't, I didn't well I, I didn't get too I got I saw some people that did sort of get a bit like not caught up in it but obviously when it was like exploded to be a big thing it, like you're saying it's weird how you have those kind of yeah something happened somewhere for like a number of years like you know that was that, that lasted for a while and then it it's not quite the same now but yeah you, you, did you play you played in belgium a few times then did you I did, yeah it was um it was just i think i did have a couple of bookings but i only that only i only up only actually ended up going out there once but it was honestly it was great like um i think it was um see it's funny that era because it's like done a sort of side note like i think like so for like me and obviously scant scant yeah like obviously we're friends and known each other for years and us two sort of plus a lot of other or well, certain other current producers actually came from like we sort of came up together in terms of like a cohort so to speak mm. and i mm. think other people who are it sort of tied just reminded me of it because so like operate I'm, I'm good friends with him now and it like i sort of got chatted to more and more over the years and I, he's my guy basically but <laughs> <laughs> big up big up to the um, proper right yeah, yes and, it, and it's like, like dan clinical as well and it's just like we were all like it's, you know, it, we were all cutting our teeth in the in the sort of online world, SoundCloud sort of, you know what I mean, like, like getting a, getting our foothold in the drum bass sort of drum bass scene at a similar time. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people, our people who are getting into it now, might not know that. And I just think it's funny because it's like I remember seeing. Um, I know it's just interesting how people sort of mature production wise and go off in different directions. But then if you trace. Well, it all comes back to you. I remember like chatting and like mm -hmm. clinical and operate and scan. And um, I'm trying to think it's like Suki and K9 as well, to be fair. Like I remember, um, like, <laughs> like, 
yeah literally this is what i mean it's like we were like i mean some people are slightly different but honestly i remember like as in like being a time where like um like i'm pretty sure that like like both suki i was gonna do a collab with like both suki and canine at different points in time but then it never turned out and then looking back and be like oh i probably should have done that at the time <laughs> <And> then... <laughs> that could have been that could have been me <laughs> yeah 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 well wow. i mean oh, yeah, that's yeah. not my no, my, my point is that I think it's just a case of I do this because I enjoy it. And I, I don't mm. think that I totally feel like the music game is just a matter of determination and putting your effort in in the right places. And I think that I'm, I'm, I don't plan to stop. And so I think the same could be said for any producer who sort of has a, has a vision for what if you like if you stand out, if you've got if you sort of find what you can bring to the table in terms of standing out from other producers and if you just stick at it work with the right labels i think anyone could achieve really like any level you know what i mean we you know what i mean like sort of um mm -hmm. and i i, I would say I, I feel like i mean if you don't believe that you could do you, you've got to have that sort of like it's hard times like obviously everyone has self-doubt and stuff i think every producer does but i think it's all about just keeping that motivation up and like um you know what i mean it's not you know what i mean like um I'm not looking at it from the glory and the you know all the all the success or whatever and just put the you know put the yards in do the hard work and keep, I think keep at it sort of thing totally totally and i think that um any like something like i mean if you weren't in you know it's i'm not sure how to word this but it's sort of like i'm not meaning to be arrogant at all because i don't i don't think i'm like that but i that i would like to seem like i don't it's something hmm, let me think it's like i I, I don't know what the word is, but like I like to think, not like to think, but I don't know. I don't see like there's a, I don't know, thinking of like a ceiling to your career isn't really, I don't really see the logic in that in terms of like, I mean, you set up yourself for where you want to be. Like if you want to be this level of producer, then you go and work with them labels. But if you want or, or if you want to be this level, you know what I mean? Like you can, it's just a choice in terms of how much work do you want to put in? What connections do you want to build? And I feel like, the sky's the limit really in terms of i know that sounds a bit cliche but i mean <laughs> i don't i don't i'm not really i'm tired to sort of how, how long how long have you been how long have you been in, in it now then how long have you been uh, about seven years i would say okay. six or seven years i think i've been producing you must, have started pretty, you must have started pretty young then you were like what like yeah, 23 <laughs> how old are you what, younger than that I'm, what, I'm actually 16 i'm actually 16 you're no, 16 <laughs> it's my sweet 16th not too long it, does your mum know does your mum know that you're doing this podcast right now have you got have you got a permission you got a permission <laughs> <laughs> don't tell mum <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm I'm 23, and I'm, so, I didn't, I think I think I had um FL Studio for I've always had it. I remember messing around with it on my computer when I was in middle school, and then I think. So how old? How old? How old were you? How old were you? How old was that? My my math is terrible. What like 15? Yeah. 15, 16. Yeah, I was about I was about like it was I think so I I, I was started dabbling with it, and I think I started uh, doing it making more of a habit of producing when I was maybe like 17 or 18, like around then in terms of like actually making songs and finishing them rather than just like sort of pissing Mucking around. around with loops and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it was, it was all about SoundCloud back then. It was, it was weird. Like I think I didn't appreciate the value of networking and how it all worked in terms of like how you do grow as an artist and who like, it, but I mean, you've got to learn it for yourself. I think it's like, mm. and I think there's totally something which you just, as I was referring to before, from my experience, it's just been about keeping at it, being determined, just like 
try and find what works for you in terms of what allows you to consistently bring out decent, like, oh, like good, fairly unique track. You know what I mean? Build up a sort of profile for you and find out what you, what you can bring to the table. Like it doesn't always have to be like necessarily like production ability. Like as long as you're, well, obviously that is mixed sounds. <laughs> That's reasonably important. But... Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I, I, I for one definitely get like obsessed about mixed down stuff and like perfecting them and or trying my, my trying my best to do what i can and i've always felt like mixed downs are something which obviously fundamentally important by getting your tracks played out by that and that's something which i've always tried to hold close to my sort of you know what i mean in terms of like something which i value as being important as a producer is respecting that you have to well, i mean most producers these days like i mean back in the day people would have engineers and stuff but um I think these days you've got to be a bit of a one-man band and it it's really hard <laughs> at times mm-hmm. and i think like you have to make the tracks most people make tracks mix down the like, engineer the tracks and then ma- and like i'm master my, a lot of most of my own tunes by pretty much all the tunes i've ever released i've mastered them so it's sort of a lot of listening to the same tracks and it's easier easier to lose that objectivity about is this good is this bad is it's just like when you listen to one word over and over again, it's like it starts to sound weird. <laughs> that sort of phenomenon. I'm sure you know you know what I mean in terms of like when you listen to a song loads, you almost hate it. Even if you mm-hmm. do like the track, you just get sick of it. That principle. <laughs> I yeah. think um Well, like you're saying, if you're involved in so many stages of of, of that uh, you know, process. Are you are you actually like did you actually train? Did you actually do did you actually go to production like college or as well or question so i was mainly self-taught through youtube i've actually i was actually a funny <laughs> youtube youtube funny, big up youtube the funny big up youtube there's a funny story here which is like um so I, I did do a little bit of it in school but it was like so i did do an a level in music technology and the story behind that but that i wouldn't that was sort of the reason why I did that wasn't so much to, it was more so just because I thought I could get a good grade in it better than what I could get in perhaps. Like I was doing a few different subjects at like first year of sixth form and I did, I did pretty well. I mean, when I got into like the second year, I was realizing, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get as good grades as I got in the first year, like doing for like philosophy, for example, was really hard. And I was thinking, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull off at like a B or an A in philosophy because it was really hard. And I was thinking, I mean, I might, might maybe I could have, but I was just thinking, what can I definitely get like a really good grade? And I was thinking, wait a minute, I'm pretty sure my school do like a music, like an AQA music technology, like A level. And then um, this was like one term in to the last year of school. I was like, I'm just going to see if I can blag to my music teachers about me doing two years of music technology A level and t- so compact that into two terms. And basically they took, they took a lot of convincing and but eventually after showing them some of the tracks I'd done and sort of explaining, trying to just basically blag them <laughs> saying like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to get a good grade in this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> sort of like, it wasn't like that. Like it was more, but it was like, that was the general gist of it. Cause they were very understandably quite apprehensive. Like you want to do two years of a level in, in like six to eight months. And I, and I was just like, yes, please. <laughs> and, and, you, and you passed. I'm hoping, I'm hoping this. Yeah, this I, actually, I, actually got, I actually ended up getting the highest mark anyone had got in the school ever in that um, A-level. So, really? really? I, yeah. So that was, um, that was reassuring to see. <laughs> that was a good day. <laughs> yeah, that was a good day. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fair. fair. So yeah. So you, so you, uh, this was all self-taught stuff though, even before that. 
really yeah right? yeah, yeah honestly it was um mainly just mainly just years of watching youtube videos and losing my mind at mixed downs and mastering and then trying to just go back in and watch more videos and oh you can do it this way you can do it that way but youtube's you in terms if i was so this is another reason why i think i've gravitated towards doing the one-to-one stuff it's like um as a job now is because i think that i wish that when i was a, a couple of years into producing you hit a bit of a wall where it's like once you get the grips with it it's and you like work out what all the different what eq means and high pass felt you know or you work out what all you, you learn all the different terms it's like applying it and like knowing how much where to use things is like and even just how to grow as an artist and how to find your own sound and not just copy people i think it takes so long and i was just thinking if i could have just had like had a quick back and forth with a producer who was like had a few more years on the clock than me i think it can just save you so much like searching endlessly for different answers from different people like because there are different ways to do things and like there's no perfect way from my experience there's no perfect way to like mix down a track like there's different approaches which different work different um different sort of um different techniques mm. and different things which work for different people's sort of styles like and i think that um if like if i, I mean, basically like now when i when i do one to ones with people i just sort of try and get my headset try and think of like basically adapt try and get in the in that person's shoes and think like what would work for them like what sort of style of music they're making like if they're making jungle or trying to make minimal stuff this sort of different approaches from my experience in terms of like little tips and tricks specific to that um sub genre of drum bass in terms of the production but that being said i think um there's actually loads more ways to learn drum bass production these days than even a few years ago like um I remember when I was getting into it, maybe it's five or six years ago, like trying to take it a bit more seriously. You just had to search endlessly for across YouTube videos and even just watch like a lot of dubstep tutorials for like bass design and stuff, just because there wasn't really much. There wasn't really, I mean, there was a lot of good drum and bass production videos, but it was more like hour long. It was like in the studio, in the studio with audio for an hour. Great Mm -hmm. video in the studio with break for an hour, those sort of things. There wasn't like, quick easy to consume how you quickly do this yeah literally literally literally. and so it just took ages to watch loads of long videos which i think some people struggle to do you know what i mean i think Mm. like a lot of people it's like if you're if you've been if you've been dabbling with producing you hit a bit of a wall a lot of people like my it's easier to just what like if you could just type in how to like as in like say you wanted to make like you wanted to make your, your build up was lacking like tension and hype and you were like how do i make my build-ups more exciting what sort of things like you could like you couldn't type that in whereas now i guarantee you could just type up how to make how to make a good build-up in like a drum bass track and there'd be something on youtube for you like Mm. i think um the patreon stuff as well is another really cool thing which has come about in recent times i think like seeing um different producers of different levels offer like bring something to the table with their own patreon stuff i think it's really great uh, to see like it's sort of very it's just tailored to people isn't it it's great mm. and i think that, are you gonna are you gonna do are you thinking of doing that at all um it's something i've definitely considered but i think my i'm busy enough as is doing like the sort of one like i think i've just the sort of stuff i would want to do on my patreon would probably be more orientated towards the one-to-one side of things anyway so mm. i was already doing the one-to-one stuff and sort of had a system of i could i could see it doing well and uh you know, especially, I, I mean, anyone that does, uh, you know, come on the show or we do talk to, 
or you know i do sort of stress people like you definitely should uh at least like seriously consider it i'm sure you probably have but especially if you've yeah. just gone uh like full time as well like i don't know man like it seems like it's got yeah. money sitting there in a way and put a bit yeah, of work right. in but you got a bit more time you got a bit more time now yeah, but the, the irony is I actually have less time. That's the thing. Like, it's I spend, no, I spend, no. I, I spend, a, I spend a lot of time like doing like admin stuff. It's like it's like a lot. Like, I'll get a lot of emails through for one to one stuff, I and mean, then I'm organising it in my calendar, and then it'll be like people will want to change times. So, and I was like, I, I should probably come up with. Um, well, my dad keeps going on to me about coming up with like a, a digitalized calendar system for booking in the dates and stuff because. In terms of like the slots, because at the minute I just use my phone calendar and then like a paper calendar. So mm. I think it can sometimes, I mean, alongside doing production and it's like a lot of it uh, in terms of like working with labels and other different bits and bobs Like I'm working on, like I'm working on a producer, like a sample pack for like by the producer and just that other, other sort of bits and bobs in the mix. It's sort of alongside actually trying to finish tracks for projects and this and that. It's, it's a lot of the same sort of stuff. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. And I think alongside, um, yeah, it's, it's good, but it's just quite full on. Like if what, I'm what, doing, what do, what do you do for, to wind down then? What's your, have you got to, what's your, what's your, what's outside of music? What, do, what else do you do? So, so I used to do a uh, skateboarding, but I've sort of, I, I used to skate loads, but I sort of haven't had the time. Oh no, I've just got out of a habit of it. But the thing I do a lot these days is play CSGO. That's my sort of, um, CSGO. Sort of, Which one's yeah, that? Which one's that one? Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> that, that's my, my sort of little pastime bit of fun. <laughs> but, Unw um, unwind a bit. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I, I do enjoy doing that. But I, I mean, I'm trying to think what I do. I think it's, the days just fly by. Like I, like I wake up, do a bit of like work on a, work on a track for a bit, and then I'll have like a one-to-one -one session, like 12 mm. till two. And then like that I'll like, then a bit after that, I'll like check my emails again, see what, see who's sort of, um, Oh, like I'll have my schedule for like one-to-ones booked in. Like I'll get basically like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just one a day. And then usually it's a couple hours. And then um, I'll try and get some, if I've got deadlines for like releases or stuff. Like I've had, like, I think, I think it's just been a bit hectic recently. Now that I think about it, like Sophie was saying, it's my girlfriend. She was just like, um, are you sure you're just not really busy because you've got your EP out this week? And I was just like, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> terms of like like it's like if we've been like we've been promoting like every day and it's like i think that's probably been you know what i mean i think next week or maybe in a couple of weeks time when things have calmed down a bit promo wise i'll probably be like ah oh, i do actually have more time now yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like but yeah but that being said i'm really happy with how the promo has gone for the ep and i think it, um what do you think about how do you think it's going so far i mean yeah man no mate i you know i think it's it's going down well like again for us to kind of like do the next kind of release following on from the last one and um yeah you know i, I you know i think you're really good at what you do and yeah it's going really well um you know like you're saying it's something important for us you know really making sure we get on the case with with promo promotion i mean it can be um it can't like saying it can be a lot <laughs> it's a tricky game and i think that um especially considering how you, you guys have got a very high quality mixed with released speed of release. It's, it's like it's a very well-oiled machine in terms of like <laughs> curating strong releases and then getting them, getting as many out, sort of as many as you can without it being oversaturated in a year. 
or you know what I mean? But mm. well, I don't know what's your sort of thoughts on that. But I think uh, the way I yeah, I, I mean, it, it can be a it can be a fun line to to kind of guide, like to be able to stay consistent and keep it interesting and like and again i think you know the hardest thing is obviously maintaining a real like bar as well bar of quality um yeah. and that and that um, balance between releasing enough but not releasing too much and yeah it's one of it's one of the areas of overview i think which i think i most like about well, it's too different i think i think you pro i think you guys considering you're a relatively new label i think your promo game is up to par if not better than a lot of bigger labels in my opinion just in terms of i don't know what it is but i just like it's the, me- it's, the, it's the memes all it is is it's just it's just memes <laughs> it's just doing memes i don't know what it is maybe it's the memes but <laughs> it's like, it's like i don't know it's just i think um even bigger label i think i don't know i think like you're a very music orientated label and i think that shows i think like, i think we're, we're lucky because i think the thing that uh, you know we we obviously you know between me and ollie and you know maybe like one or like maybe like matt museum as well like with the artwork but we kind yeah, of all big shout, big shout, big shout out to Matt Museum. Museum. Yeah, big shout out to Matt Museum. I think I think you guys just have a good system. I think I've I think I totally forgot to mention. I think the whole aesthetic of overview and the consistent graphics work by both yourself and Matt Museum is just a, definitely a big part of the puzzle for me, which makes it work. All right, I think mm. like mm. it's really important to have a good good marketing and like visuals and stuff. And I think that being said, Mr. Savantics as well. It's like handling the video side of things. It's that's like what I, that's, what that's, I mean. that's what I mean. I mean, everyone, everyone, everyone's good at. It's like it's just efficient. It's great. Like it's mm. like quick. Like I can always, you know what I mean. It's like you and you and museum sort the art, and I mean, so you and uh, Ollie um, cu- curate the music, and then he is quick. Does a really quick return on doing all the animations. It's like there's very little Chinese whispers and waiting around for people. It's all like we can do it. Let's do it now. As in like you know mm. what I mean, being spontaneous. Like you know what I mean. It's like. You want to yeah. do something? Do it. You've got you've got their small team who are all great at doing their own. It's not not it's not you know what I mean it's not watered down. Is you know, I don't know. I just like this sort of, and I think that allows you guys to do strong releases regularly. I mm. think. It's, you know I mean, mean? It, you know, it's, it, it can be a workload to definitely like you know like say, I do think, all of this or you know every every I, three weeks. Very good, every, very good point. But yeah, you know we. I enjoy it and obviously it does take a bit of you know a bit of work you know putting in the putting in the hard work for it and yeah and then you get the results you know the results come off and then yeah obviously putting putting a lot of good music out and um... uh, yes that is, that's, <laughs> another, that's another good bonus of all of it it's like <laughs> I think I think for me I think um I don't know I just was I was I, I feel more comfortable putting my tunes out I don't know I, just, I don't know about more comfortable but I think I just like I know that if I sign tunes to overview they'll do at least good well you know like there's no like, mm. no i feel like none of your releases ever fall through the gaps like they either do well or really like really really well you know what i mean mm. i don't know how you feel about that but i just feel like you consistently get high in the beatport charts like literally consistently get really really high numbers and it's like you can't you can't argue with that fact and as a producer thinking i'd want to work with a label who always puts out good music and always sells well you know what i mean it's like and obviously i get i know you guys and i get along with you so Seems like a no-brainer. Seems like a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, we, we, you know, building a bit of, you know, a bit of a family and and whatever, and you know, obviously, you know, got we make it, you know, I think it's about making a, a you know, a high bar for entry. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, that is true. I think, I think, yeah, you've obviously got a different perspective on it for me, but I think going back to what you just mentioned there, I think having a high quality control is something which 
that's another thing. That's another thing. Like I know, like obviously when we were putting together the source code EP, like there were quite a few tracks which didn't make the cut in terms of like tracks which were or were even 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 um even in terms I think you are quite strict with your curation, which I can respect in in a lot of ways, to be fair. Like I mean, I, I, like for example, that track I did with Slayer, that Andromeda track. See that like I wanted to like I think I was almost it was almost gonna get signed to hospital and then I and then, and I was really excited about that. And then I was thinking like I mean when I didn't when that didn't turn out. I mean I was always thinking, Oh, I really need a melodic track to go on the overview EP. But mm. then despite you guys liking it, you were just like not sure if it fits the vibe of the EP. And I'll, I mean, in retrospect, I can see why you said that. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like I think you you do hold quite what did, you, what did you do with that track in the end? Is it, it is coming out, is it? Or is it, it was out. It, yeah, so, that, so that's coming out on my guidance EP. So oh. it's still, so it's definitely still coming out on it. I'm really happy with that. Like it's coming so, out on a strong home. And I'm, I just want to say I'm really, um, I really <laughs> like the, the guidance guys are great. And I think that, um, I think that that'll do, I don't know. I just, I really like, I do really like that track as well. And I think that um, mm -hmm. it'll be a real play really nice. I just wanted to get it on some sort of, um, like, you know, I'd be happy, you know what I mean? It's not like one label is so necessarily better than the other. It's just a case of I'd be happy if it went on any of these labels for my, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like, just as long, as long as it goes on one of these labels, which I'm really happy with and I rate the labels, then, then you know what I mean? Like, mm. that's, that's a success for me, do you know what I mean? So I'm really glad that that one's found a home. But no, I think that, um, I'm trying to think about what tracks we um, almost put on the Source Code EP, which didn't turn out. I can't really remember now, but there was a few which... Have remained unsigned. We tried to get we tried to get clock out remixed as well. That oh, was uh, yeah. we were yeah. trying that. We're not gonna I'm not, we're not gonna call anyone out. Uh, but yeah, we did we did try that. Uh, may, that maybe maybe that will still happen. If anyone if anyone's got any suggestions for for who should remix clock out. Oh, uh, I know, we'll, I know, we'll take I know. We'll take one man, I know who one man whose destiny one is. One man to... who could do the remix. Who, who is it? Who do you think? Or you do, do you not want to say on air? Um. Casper, someone's saying Casper, 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 Casper remix would actually be pretty good. That would, that would be. That actually, to be fair, I remember him really enjoying that track, so that could definitely be a motive right. to people. Actually, to be fair, on on the YouTube comments for Halogen, which has just gone live on Skanking Base, I'm pretty yeah. sure the top comment is would love to see a Ways and Neck Tax collab. So I mean, maybe it's maybe it's written in the stars <laughs> or some yeah, sort maybe. of some sort of um interaction. But no, I def I think um. If, if War Casper was to do a job on that, I would love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'd be. Have you got anyone that have you got anyone that you have got collab collab wise coming, or anyone that you? Yes, I have actually. So, um, so my next release is going to be um a collab with Scantia on Mist on Ramo. So on on okay, L Ram yeah, yeah. record. So that'll be um I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, that's a track which me and Scant have obviously well we've been friends for years and we've, we've been meaning to actually release a track together for so many years and i think we're finally have finally not, have you not done it yet no nah, honestly we haven't no nah, <laughs> really we've, yeah literally we haven't like we've made we've like dabbled doing tracks together in the past but they've never i think we did make one we did finish one track but then it never it got lost in the sort of his release schedule in terms of like it never it, it didn't fit on a release and then a mm. year went by and then it's like it's an old track you know what i mean so mm. but we made a i but then we made a thing of it and we were like, we are going to make a new track together and we are going to like get it out on, on Ram, obviously, because he's out the old exclusive out Ram, so it would have to be on Ram. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, I've did a little 
did a, a track called how, how did you how did you meet scanzia out of interest um pretty sure it was just down the local skate park <laughs> <laughs> oh, really you haven't you have known him that long like that long yeah yeah i've known him i've known him probably i've known him longer than i've been producing like i think we went to the same school i didn't really know him at school it was more so just is he is he say, is he same year as you or i think he's one year above me so i'm 23 okay. and i think he's 24 now i'm pretty sure pretty sure i think he is just, despite <laughs> Despite us both looking about nineteen years old, <laughs> <laughs> lucky why you still can. It will change. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I'm um, look, really looking forward to getting. Um, I'm really happy with how the Source Code EP came out, and I'm really looking forward to following up with um that thing on RAM with Scan. I think it'll be a nice um follow up. Mm. So, pretty. I mean, I've got the a guide guidance EP coming out after that. Maybe a couple few months after that. So pretty happy with how my release schedules and i've got some other things with some other labels which is yet mm. to be confirmed but i'm nice. looking forward to hopefully getting that stuff confirmed mate, but, it all, um, mate it all seems to be you know it all seems to be going really well man it really does thank you pete so. yeah <laughs> yeah i think i think one thing i'm um, on a sort of side note i think i w- i um was really happy to see ways mr caspers have his sort of um his he had his time to shine last year and I, and I was thinking about what worked for him. And I think it was just like one big part of it was a lot of good music, a lot of, it was like consistent good music. Like, but a lot of it was in terms of like, he released a lot, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, like, it was like quite a lot. Like it was like, I don't know if it was, you hear people say like, oh, you want like month, like releases out every month or two. And I really think he smashed out like notable releases every month or two if not every month i don't even know how much it released precisely we, did, we, we were actually going over it we did look at it because it was yeah. like because i thought it was quite an interesting it's an interesting analysis to actually look at his release schedule for you know as a producer if you're gonna like look at what you know look look at what worked in a way like in terms of yeah. what put him on the map i mean yeah I think I think he he had he had a lot of you know he had a very cr- broad cross section I think of of labels yeah. like and and I think he was clever as well as in like he kind of it was very clever kind of it was a, it was an EP followed by a two track single maybe followed by a remix followed by a one track single followed by there was a lot of diversity in the sort of it wasn't just like EP 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 or single 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 like I think that's where mm. um. Like just, I think it's always good to. I'm always looking to see how you can improve diff- different aspects of being an artist, whether it's production or networking or whatever. And I think I was really happy with the music I released last year, but I think that my release schedule was a little bit could have been better. As in, I think I released I pretty much. So I started off the year. I was really like so I started off the year with Clock Art and Stateless, mm. and I was really happy with that how they did. And then I followed that up with two collabs with Blade Runner, which did really well as well. And it was like I started off the year really strong. But then I didn't. That almost peaked there, <laughs> and it was, it was yeah. it was like I mean, and I had the I did have a, my debut release on Ram out at the end of the year, mm-hmm. which that that went that like that was good. That was Archetype, which came out on like a Ram various artists um, EP thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was those I think, and I and to us, I I was happy with the tracks I released. Like I released a lot of tunes which I was happy with, but it was more like I did like like a skank and bass single, and then a, like a VA track on program like. And then um, I released a couple of like free download things. You probably, which, needed, um, you probably needed to get an EP in there, really. I think that's yeah. You know, I, I, I totally agree. And then mm. I think mm. I've sort of trying to learn from not exactly learn from my mistakes, but okay, like it wasn't wrong. Like don't get me wrong. I think mm. I still I was still really Did happy the right with thing at the right time in a way. But I think I think yeah, and I think this year I'm just gonna get out, try and get out 
As I think, well, I've been sitting on tracks for quite a while. Like a lot of the Source Code EP tracks were made, or like um, I, I think the vast majority of them were made earlier on last year. And so I've been sitting on the tracks for quite a while, and now seems like a great time to release them. Like I just had a remix, like I just had this sort of nice jungle remix come out last month, and then I've mm. got this like six tunes, which I'm I'm pretty happy. Well, I'm really happy with. You know what I mean? I mm. think that. Um, should should be enough. I think in terms of like sort of having a bum, but like cl- climax sort of in terms of like each one. One, I, you know, I don't know, but you know what I mean. It's like mm. building up momentum. I think that concept of momentum in terms of hype as an artist is something which you've got to appreciate that it exists into like it really does, and How that, you really are able to break through and yeah, yeah. Make, make a real impact you know in the scene yeah well, you know we've had to take it on board in, in that way in terms of how you'd run a record label and how you you know release that and but yeah it's obviously it's it's, it's just the the time i think you know and obviously now you know now should be good for you you know really if you, you know obviously opening up now you know doing yeah. this full time um totally, totally. Yeah. and uh, and I think it's, I know I'm, I'm feeling pretty positive. Well, I'm feeling, I'm, I mean, it's good to believe in yourself to a certain extent, you know what I mean? Like, as long as you don't get too big headed, I think it's good to have, to like give you credit where, I don't know, you know what I mean? It's, it's just like, where it's true. Do you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and I think sort of um, believing in yourself that you can, you know, that's the sort of what I was trying to touch on before. And I try and get this across to people when I do sessions with them is like, you can achieve realistically within drum bass what you have, what you want to achieve. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. if you might take, might take two years it might take 10 but like if you set yourself goals like i want to work on x label there is a route there's a tried and tested sort of path to get in there and if you and if you consistently work on your tunes if you're always trying to up your game and network with the right people and like you can't achieve stuff like it's like mm. it, it doesn't happen quickly and some people do get lucky and might blow up quicker than others but if you keep i, I firmly believe that you can you know what i mean like it's only a matter of time yeah, make an impact. Make an impact, and yeah, do it. Be able to do it for a living. Be able to make a career out of it. You know, totally. I, I think, and the same goes. I think um, for anyone involved in drum bass. I mean, I've mainly got experience as a producer, obviously, obviously DJing as well. But I'm talking maybe from your perspective as a label. I'm, I would, I would feel. I'm sure that you feel a similar way in terms of like, like you've got your vision, like with overview, and I'm, and it's like, and I can, I think people, anyone who knows their stuff. Or like can see that what you're doing and then mm. just a matter of like boom boom I, I totally see overview being like a ma- like a massive label in like the like on par with like i think up there with all the big labels in like a few years time totally i can see that so see what happens man you know it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> you gotta you gotta have that you know have those dreams have have the, have that belief um yeah. and just it's just like i think well if you believe if you like take actions towards making it happening you know what i mean it's like i don't know what it's called I don't know what this is some word for it basically like if you genuinely think it can happen and you try do what you can like opportunities you know when you, it's almost like looking out for positive opportunities i don't know what it is mm. but just like it's like you know when you have a negative mindset towards stuff your brain will like attached to what like if you're thinking negatively over time your brain will like try and find negative things to sort of bring you down i don't know you know what i mean it, i remember mm. it's like on the opposite of that if you try and focus on the little successes and then they'll become bigger successes and then next thing you know like just take advantage of any opportunities you get and sort of um try and just be more of a yes man i think mm. in terms in mm. terms of um 
when people oh do you want to do this thing oh no i can't be bothered mate it's more just like yeah i'll go on let's make it work you know what i mean it's like pushing that sort it, of that. like pushing you pushing yourself you know that little bit of that yeah you know, like saying that determination or yeah. you know and looking at it in a positive way uh i'm just going going for it and seeing what happens i guess as well it's like you know you never really know but like you said earlier you know you don't want to be you know you don't want to be living your life like always thinking oh you know what if you know yeah uh what if you know what if i'd have done this what if i'd have done that you know at least at least if you do it you don't you won't have to say that if it works yeah. it works if it, sometimes it doesn't but totally <laughs> so. no totally this this is what it's funny you say that like i think um i know i mentioned before that like uh so me like me scan let it go blah blah blah, blah. we've come from a similar cohort and we're all sort of growing in our different ways there mm. are a lot of producers from that similar cohort who were like perhaps oh, maybe our oh, human mic class has been at their peak they were maybe wait a minute at the time they i felt they were bigger than me but then they just stopped doing it and it's like mm -hmm. now then you then if you keep at it you surpass where they were and some you know what i mean it's like there's a lot of i can't think mm -hmm. of anyone in particular now but i can totally think of, like i remember having like 500 followers on soundcloud and like like seeing people like seeing producers with like three thousand four thousand followers being like wow yeah. <laughs> and then it's like and they're just like oh i like your tunes you should have more followers now just like oh yeah well i mean i'm just doing what i'm doing and then like they end up stopping doing it and then next thing you know you've got like not that it's about followers but it you know what i mean it's like you momentum got builds and yeah you can actually surpass or yeah you yeah, become something totally. more yeah and no i feel you know i feel that and i think that it's just a matter of determination and i think i think i think just for having your own vision like not being just trying to it's hard to say this sort of thing about sounding cliche but it's, sort of, <laughs> it's, it's all about the just, cliches <laughs> i think just finding I don't know, whatever your musical influences are, just because drum and bass is such a diverse genre, you can do anything really. And mm. it's just like, if you make, if you work out what you're going to bring to the table, and then this is another key part I've found is actually getting the tunes to the right people. Like mm. a lot of the times when I'm pr like promoing tracks and emailing stuff out, I don't just send all tunes to everyone. I'll be like, right, who do I think would like this track specifically? And it makes it a bit more personal. And then mm. I think it's, people are more likely to support your stuff if if you just treat it more like they're just everyone's just a person. You know what I mean? It's like so and so might like this sort of track. I'll send him it. So and so might like this sort of track. I'll I mean give him a little bit of a. You know what I mean? It's like rather than just being like. I mean, some people, you know, I mean, I'm not dissing anyone who just does mail arts and stuff because I think there's totally pros and cons to different methods. But yeah, I think just um, try and be a bit more clever with it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's just my, that's, I mean, that's just my approach to doing it. Not to say that if anyone does it differently, that it's wrong. It's just like, just find whatever you, you works for you and what's something mm. you can do regularly and you can do every day or I mean, every day forever. Is, it, is there anything that you could tell your, your younger self now that? you've learned that you'd look back up like the the early definitely. producer definitely and that would be don't be afraid of sending stuff to big labels because they'll probably give you time of day if you like you know what i mean like i, you know, I, I totally feel like like um i've been in chat well i'm still in conversations with certain big labels at the minute i'm so and i'm really there's a lot of really hope that certain i'm Hopefully things will work out in certain areas, but I've, um, basically there's, um, you know what I mean? Whereas like five, however many years ago, I would have thought like, that's, oh, that's just a pipe dream. But really, mm. if you make good music and network correctly and then get to know people who work, who like you, you know what I mean? If you put a bit of thought in, rather than just sending tunes to the demo email, you actually think about, right, 
which people are involved with the label. Oh, so-and-so. Well, then maybe get tunes to them. And then before you know it, they're sending tunes to other people in the label. And then before you know it, you're on the label's radar. And then, you know what I mean? It's just that sort of... Um, never know who might never know who might end up getting there, who might support you. Sort yeah, of exactly. And I just mm. think that um, being ambitious, probably, if I would summarise it, just be ambitious because, you know what, shy, as, as a Northern saying is, shy bands getting out. Shy bands <laughs> getting out. So basically means, so bands is kids. And shy, obviously, is shy. So, like, and now is nothing. So, it's like shy kids get basically, if you don't ask, <laughs> don't get sort of like yeah. without being rude, like, sort of you have got to put yourself out there a little bit, mm. from my experience. Mm. And I think you've just got to accept that not everyone's going to like everything you do. But if you like it, and and most Keep people it. like, you know, what I mean? don't You'll get find too someone. Caught. You'll find someone. Yeah, don't get don't get too caught up on just like a few different people not like or like whatever because i think that's inevitable like mm. if you like what you're doing and you know you know it represents you then that's what matters and i'm sure you'll find some sort of success <laughs> <laughs> there you go there's the there's the secrets there's the secrets behind how to how to make it as a drum bass producer in 2021 um i'll tell you what i reckon if you're if you're up for it we might well sort of like call it uh call it very soon but it's been uh been a, that, was like, quite, that was quite a nice way to that was quite a nice note to positive note to sort of end positivity it yeah this is it you know we're trying to end it on a, end, it, end it on a positive and don't let your dreams be dreams follow follow your follow your dreams uh and all, and all that so yeah uh, but yeah man look it's been really good to really good to have you on and you know it's really good to hear a bit more about obviously you know what you're doing and, and where you come from and your philosophy behind your music. Um, is there any like big ups or shout outs you'd like to give to anyone to to close it off? Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely big up um, a lot of the, I think the Northern crew, like I think in terms of like, I really think the Newcastle will have its time in the future. I mean, it's getting there now, but I think like, like obviously Scant, Scant year, like we've got Chris Castro, they're both good friends of mine. Then Harry Hexer, also a good friend of mine, like Kyle, KL, um, Big up. Let me think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think here. Well, um, there's a few other lads, but there's a few of his cover uh, stomps as well. <laughs> um, there was a few other people. Um, but yeah, and um, also I wanted to give um, a shout out to Blade Runner because I think he was sort of one of the first bigger yeah, producers. He would sort of consistently support all my tunes and give me a time of day when other other bigger producers might not. So I think him doing tunes of his sort of was a good. It was just good stepping you know, stone, and yeah, good, yeah, no, good a good, a good person to be able to soundboard off of. So, yeah, yeah big up totally. to have, have you got Have you got any shows coming up? You can tell us about just quick. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll actually, out. Let's get my scroll. Let's <laughs> get my scroll out. Yeah. I, I think I was, I was, I was, I think alongside a lot of other producers, I think like it was going to be my busiest time ever for bookings when COVID, you know what I mean? It's, I mean, it, it probably was for most people, but it was for me also. So, I mean, like when it, when we, obviously, I mean, if obviously a lot of things got postponed or canceled and thankfully a lot of them bookings have sort of rolled on over this year. So, um, what have we got? Nothing. It's not, it's not a crazy long list, but there is a, a few different things. Let me just, um, I don't know why I can't find it, but, um, yeah. So, um, something in, Leeds, Leeds in July with Disruptor. What day is that? Some... July the, and uh, that is July the second. I think it's actually the same night. It's oh, actually the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I've got something. I'm in Loughborough in June, which will be good. And that's just um, um, 
And then on, on July the 2nd, I'll be in Leeds, back to back with Disruptor at some point in the night. And then I've got that, you've wanted to get me down for an overview night in Manchester, which is on the same night. Yeah. So yeah. remember that one. So we're going to make that. I mean, if you want to make that happen, I'm willing to make that happen. So yeah, we need to talk. We do need to talk about that, actually, because logistically, well, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. But yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll got, have some more shows coming up. Yeah, but I mean, I've just got a couple of other Bristol shows and a couple of Newcastle shows. I mean, just waiting to get other stuff confirmed. But um, looking forward to getting, seeing people and mm. playing to you. you know, it's all feeling positive about things sort of coming back together. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's but, um, yeah. Definitely looking forward to hopefully getting on some more overview shows because it was a uh, it was great playing at that the last one and good seeing all of the overview family. It was just it was just yeah good. that was a crazy that was a crazy. I don't know what I was thinking trying to do that one last year, but uh, we, yeah you know <laughs> we we pulled it off we pulled it off. Um, yeah yeah so no mate definitely definitely man we will have to uh, you know we got some things we got things happening. It's pretty crazy pretty crazy at the moment and uh, yeah you know hopefully hopefully fingers crossed you know it's all coming back and. We're gonna be, you know, being able to party again. But yeah, well, look, man. Um, you know, thank you very much for your, for your time this evening. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> obviously, probably should shout out just one more time for anyone that is uh, listening or watching uh, that the source code EP by Nectax is going to be out tomorrow, uh, Friday. They're going to be available on Spotify, uh, Beatport, and it may maybe on Bandcamp as well. But sh- um uh so yeah you'll be able to catch all that and yeah cheers to anyone that has been watching and and thank you very much uh ollie for for doing this tonight and you know i'll talk to you very soon no problem well take care everyone how do you say how do you how would you say uh goodbye and geordie isn't it i'll be the same pet is that is that actually a thing or no 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 i didn't know that's not a real thing you know, bit me a take care, mate. <laughs> take it. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna try and do that myself. <laughs> see you tomorrow, mate. See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll see you tomorrow, mate. I'll see you tomorrow. Nice and well. All right, mate. Farewell. See you All later. Right. Bye, everyone.